sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Back here on The Big Show on this Friday, the final show before the Christmas holiday. And do we have a barn burner set for tonight or what? It's bragging rights. Enterprise Center in St. Louis. Mizzou men's basketball, Illinois basketball going head-to-head. What do we see coming in this game? We'll do a little who you got coming up in just a few minutes. And, of course, since it's Friday, we'll have the moment of the week from producer Chris and our picks of the week. As I look to kind of keep that uh, stranglehold on the leaderboard that I have going on, I'm going to try to keep that going, I think, coming up at 545. 875-KTGR to give us a call or a text on the show today. But before you call in, before we do any of that other stuff, we got to do this because it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the Top 5 at 5 on the big show. Number 1. You want to trade away for curtain number 1? You can have curtain number 1. Yeah, big one tonight for Mizzou men's basketball. And honestly, if you're holding out hope still for the NCAA tournaments, this is one that, that you've got to have. I mean, uh, Mizzou against Illinois, it's, it's not going to be a favorable game for Mizzou, at least by the numbers, at least heading in. Predicted metrics have Illinois winning by anywhere between six to eight points in this one. But here's the thing. Some of these Mizzou victories the Dennis Gates has been able to lead come when they least are expected. And certainly last year's bragging rights game, the way that played out was very unexpected from Mizzou. Can it happen again? We'll just have to find out. Tip off at 8, pregame at 730 right here on KTGR. Number two. Number two, your timing is impeccable. Chiefs have really made it clear that they want to use Richie James some more. They might have to against the Raiders coming up on Christmas Day for their uh, special game coming up this weekend. Chiefs might be without Kadarius Toney, second straight day that he has not practiced with a hip injury. They also play Sky Moore on injured reserve, so uh, getting low on bodies in that room uh, first off. So Richie James seems like a likely candidate to be elevated. Probably Justin Ross, too, but we'll have to see. He was not active last week but the important thing for the Chiefs is just keep things rolling into the important months of the season can they do so against the Raiders they can clinch the AFC West if they win it's a noon kickoff on Christmas Day number three Florida State is suing the ACC trying to essentially pave a path to where they can leave the conference at some point suing them over er, several things break of contract uh, uh, all kinds of other malfeasance that they're claiming the ACC is is doing toward them, especially with the the exit fee that they're reportedly supposed to pay, pay if they want to leave. It's $130 million. That's a hefty fee. So uh, Florida State trying to wiggle their way into the future of, of college sports somehow and be on the bright side of it. Will this move pay off? We're a long way from finding out that answer, but Florida State certainly seems convicted in their movements. Number four. Oh, I shanked it. Bill Belichick said that during the Chiefs-Patriots game last Sunday in the first half, the kicking footballs were deflated a little bit, and that's why you saw a couple missed field goals on both sides and some bad kickoffs. So it was for both sides, but again, it happened during a Patriots game, and Bill Belichick saying, well, we don't control that. Uh, Bill, maybe don't say that part. Number five. What is the five fingers? Say to the face! Stop. Congrats to Mizzou wrestling a big bragging rights win at the Steeple Theater in St. Louis yesterday. That's the Big Show's top five at five on KTGR.
875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here on the show to talk all things Mizzou and Illinois. Again, Bragging Rights Sweep is on the line for Mizzou as they try to get their men's basketball team a victory tonight. I would I would like to see that. Can I can I apply for that to happen? You can apply for that for sure. I can't guarantee that it will be delivered to you, but you know it's well. Dennis can. Dennis can do it. <laughs> oh, Dennis, well, Dennis can do it, and that's kind of why I'm a little more optimistic than maybe most folks might be about this game. Because again, we we tend to doubt this Mizzou team when we see them put up a couple of rough performances that we are less impressed by, and last couple games that certainly was the case. Now, look, you can have, I guess, a bit of a bright side in the Kansas game. You only lost by nine on the road there. But, again, you see the opportunity of getting a win like that with the way that you played and the way that Kansas maybe didn't play as well. And so it's a missed opportunity to to lose the game the way that you did, and especially a missed opportunity when you lose almost the exact same way against Seton Hall. And that's one that you couldn't drop. Essentially a home game for you, and you had a chance to keep padding the non-con the way that you set it up to be padded. And... Now you're sitting there with your best non-con win at Pitt. Look, you had a much, even with a weaker non-con schedule last year, you had a lot more feathers in your cap uh, than you do so far this season. And now's your last chance to get one before SEC play. So I think Dennis Gates recognizes that and and, and sees the, the chance that his team has to maybe get off the mat here, put themselves back into the conversation a little more, and say, look, Nobody believes in us, so let's just go out and and play our best and see what happens. Something to prove mentality, Something perhaps. To prove mentality. I mean, might as well. At this point, you got to yeah, do something. I, I don't have an issue with it at all, and and I think it is appropriate for where for where things are right now. And and I don't know. I think this team, again, we've talked a lot about the rotations and wanting to see a, a little bit more scoring and, and and you know play the guys that we believe can deliver that but at this point i uh i just think you go into a game like this expecting it to be kind of even slate because every year something crazy happens in bragging rights last year Mizzou shot the lights out and illinois is probably going to be motivated as a result of that the, like brad underwood has not had a good time in this game and so i feel like mizzou has a shot here to just go in and say hey Let's act like we are on the same plane as this Illinois team, even if the numbers would say that we're not, because we historically have done done well in this matchup over the last few years. Yeah, you, you can rest on that and maybe rest on the fact that, you know, Illinois hasn't come into this season shooting all that well from beyond the arc. So if you can find a way to give yourself an edge in that department, maybe hit some shots, put some early pressure on this team, in this environment, I mean, again, the, the mood swings that you can experience in this building are palpable, and it's unlike uh, most environments that you see in, in college uh, basketball all season long uh, with how packed the stadium is, 50-50, and you, you just have to have the better effort, essentially, in a game like this, and that can be showcased in the rebounding, it can be showcased in the uh, assist a turnover it can be showcased and, and essentially just protecting the basketball um that's got to be more in mizzou's favor it's got to be more of an even contest there to give themselves a bit of an edge to where they can get out and run and give themselves some easy buckets on the other end and keep the crowd on their side 
Yeah, and the, the the crowd is such a unique thing here because it really is about as close to a kind of a fifty fifty environment as you're gonna you're ever gonna really see. So I I don't know. It's about shooting well, and it's about avoiding those those moments, those stretches where you just completely lose your minds and forget how to play basketball. Like I don't know what the makeup is of the team, like what you would attribute it to that they have seemingly had these moments in all their losses, but that's got to be something you get a handle on. And it's, it's difficult because it's not like a tactical explanation. You, there's no like easy way to say, all right, so here's what you need to do to combat this. It's like, you just have to not completely lose yourself in the moment of the game and, and go into panic mode because they, they seemingly don't, I don't know if it's a lack of veteran presence. Like they've got guys who are experienced on this team, but whatever the, Whatever the combination is, it's not been one that's you know allowed them to well kind of work through those moments in in a way that because again it, you don't get credit for like well we eventually kind of came back and you really don't get credit for that because you can't afford in this game to to have it happen in the first place too. There are veterans on this team; they just haven't, I think, been the way that we expect them to be, and that we expected Noah Carter to take on a bigger role. We expected Nick Goner to take that on, and so far, it seems a little bit out of their reach. And whether that's just, I mean, starts of the second half have been what have done Mizzou in in these last couple of games. And well, you can maybe say finish in the first half. Well, it certainly yeah, was for it, the for the last one. But, right. but I before mean, that, the Kansas one was, it was you played a great... End of the first half. Yeah, you played good 15 minutes or 14 minutes, and then it all, all went away before. And you were like desperately clawing to try to get to halftime, and you couldn't do it without, you know, basically letting the right. game end there. Yeah, and so it's just the that portion of the game where you most likely have your veterans in. Uh, it's usually not. I I, I don't have the numbers uh, to back that up, honestly, but it seems that generally most of the time you want your guys that you that you trust that you have in the starting lineup that have seen a lot of basketball in their years to be out there for those moments and those moments have been the the ones that have done you in essentially in those contests and that's the concern because the answer isn't yeah we got to you know you got to start playing the the guys with experience that have been here before that that's what you've got out there for the most part and so it's just those guys the guys that we thought Mizzou was going to count on are going to have to play better and if they don't it's going to be kind of a lackluster night lackluster season if those guys begin to kind of reach the expectations that you held for them, then I think Mizzou's still got a lot to play for and, and a lot to be able to accomplish this year. But, you know, we're getting getting to crunch time in terms of the non-con schedule, and it's going to be conference play very soon. What do we see from these guys? This is the last proving ground, not only in a rivalry game, and that's important. That's important in a vacuum. But in the context of their season, uh, you're not going to find a bigger a bigger test here the rest of the the rest of the the, the non conference schedule. Yeah, this is this is really it. I mean, you have to find a way to give yourself an edge in this game and and find another feather in your cap somehow uh, to to get set up for conference play the way that they kind of were last year because this game last year was the one that sort of turned the season on its head a little bit. Because you saw them go nine and zero, but you expected them to be nine and zero by the time they went into Kansas, and then of course they they lose that game. Now before this, you did have the game against UCF where you won on the buzzer beater, and that was a huge boost. And and like, look, great, you win that game. Bragging rights was going to be a different animal, but I think bragging rights proved what 
Dennis Gates could become in this Mizzou program, what he can build it to be, and gave you the first real bit of excitement for what the future can hold. I think it can be a similar situation here, but again, it it comes down to hitting shots because you shot the lights out in the last game against them. It scored 93. It It was was, unbelievable. It was just... It, felt, it was surreal how easy it felt that night. Over after 25 minutes of gameplay, it's just unbelievable. Not going to happen tonight. I don't think either team's going to do that to uh, to uh, their opponent tonight, by the way. I think it will be maybe a little more down to the wire. I don't know if it's one possession, maybe two. But it's, it's not a game where you can uh, just rely upon uh, one guy to carry you either. Like, Sean East has to be on his game. Tamar Bates, I think, has to provide almost an equal share of the scoring. Than yeah, and the, play him enough. Like, let's, right, yeah. let's accept that he's part of the, the circle of trust yeah. at this point. you, you got to try it because he looked good scoring the ball in the last game. And whether you can get a contributor off the bench that you can trust every once in a while, too, to, to spell those guys is going to be important also in this game. So... I don't know. Give us your bragging rights thoughts. 875-KTGR. Call or text us. Who you got, Mizzou or Illinois, tonight uh, in this contest? It's a big one for Mizzou. Gabe Armand's uh, Power Mizzou, when he was on yesterday, he he said Mizzou needs this. If you need the NCAA tournament, you need this game. And I think he's right. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. what's What I want to know, I'm sure Illinois is favored, and that's all well and good. Can we find out the over-under? I'm curious on like what the expectation is for total points at this game because Seton Hall, like we talk about what we need to see from Mizzou scoring wise, they scored 87 points in that game. They gave up 93. Is this going to be another game like that where defense is optional? And is it going to be a matter of trying to outscore them? Or is Mizzou going to be able to kind of do some of what they did maybe in the the pit game where they, they rebound the ball and it, you, you have a little bit more control over the action and not, not so frenetic in terms of the, the scoring pace. We're at around 148 and a half, 149 for Ooh. this game. Ken your, Palm projects it as a 79 to 70 win for Illinois, which was, was right say, at that, 149. Oh boy. Now wait a minute. What? You want what what was the projection on the score? 79 to 70. Oh, to 70. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think in I'm thinking my final prediction will be more than that. Um because I I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith right now in Mizzou defensively. It just seems like they're kind of without an without an identity out of their element a little bit in the type of defensive team they want to be this year. I mean, a little bit. I, they played very well on defense against Pitt in their in their That's road win saying. there. That that was the that was the effort that we seldom saw last year stylistically, and it looks really it was really refreshing to see it this year uh, at you know a high major opponent. And Illinois is really well defensively, so, I mean, I don't know if it's a game where you have to keep with them scoring-wise, but you can you can give yourself maybe a better shot if you are if you are defending well and, and making this a game that's maybe a little bit underneath that total, we think. Recent example, though, of, of Illinois playing an SEC opponent, they uh, went to Tennessee a couple weeks ago and lost that game 86-79. to That's that was kind of the scoring. game that... That in and the other element of this is Bragan writes like how are the rims going to look? You're not playing. It's a place you play once a year. If you've been at either of these schools for long, you've played here before. But some guys maybe not so much. And 
a lot of times when it's it's kind of like that NCAA tournament environment where sometimes the 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 rims look different or the the back the backdrop looks different and you don't you don't shoot it as well. But that clearly was not a problem for Mizzou last year. So part of it is just like the environment can have a big impact on that too. I I think as long as it's not some weird narrative where after the game we're going, oh yeah, clearly the sight lines were bad or they just what for whatever reason couldn't score. I think we're going to see a higher scoring game that the winner, it might be a, a case where the winner gets to 80 and the loser doesn't quite. Man, it's going to be fascinating to see. And it's we're going to learn early, I think, and in what type of game that might be. But call or text us with your predictions for Mizzou, Illinois, and bragging rights, 875-KTGR. Let's go to Mady here on the KTGR hotline. Mady, what's up? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing? Forget about under the bus, above the bus, middle of the bus, all of this Mickey Mouse basketball recruiting. Time for seasoning. Just call you. Wishing Merry Christmas to Chris and to you, your life, lovely wife, family, to my special, special for Brandon and yeah. his wife. Hopefully Santa Claus bring for some Brandon some nice thing. He be come down. Merry Christmas. God bless to all of you guys. God bless you. Appreciate you, matey. You're the oh, man. Nice. Appreciate you. It's a yeah, uh, the KTGR hotline. How about that? Love like the content maybe, from Mady. Maybe hoping that Santa brings me some blood pressure medication. That seems to be always the the advice for just calm down, would you? That's what he that's what he tells me. So Maybe maybe my stocking will be full with something of that ilk. We'll see. If, if Emily's listening, then maybe uh, that's a yep. last-minute shopping she gift. You could get that for me. Yeah. You go right ahead. Um, yeah. It, a lot's on the line here, I think, for Mizzou's uh, resume, I think. You know what's on the line is, like, will Mizzou basketball fans check out of this season or not? That's a If this one goes that also is the on wrong the way, yeah. to fit, and I'm not saying that's fair, like, I would love to, to think that Mizzou fans are going to support Dennis Gates, support these players, but we're realistic. And, like, if this is a dud on the heels of, you know, a couple of duds, you're not going to have that rah-rah mentality going into conference play. It's going to be a little bit more of that, the, the A word, which isn't a good one, apathy, um, because people don't want to, they're afraid to invest in something where they know what it's going to look like. Like, that's what the end of the Conzo era was. It was like, People weren't investing because they knew what they were gonna gonna be walking into, and it doesn't feel good to invest in something that you don't feel like there's a lot of hope for the short term. Now, I think people understand that it's a building process that Dennis Gates is going to have here at Mizzou, and it's going to be a successful one. I think that's still going to be the viewpoint, but there might be a little bit of that notion of yeah, if it doesn't go their way, or if they don't even be competitive against Illinois, you've been swept by your rivals, you're going into a tough conference slate. Like yeah, it might not be the year to really you know, for my blood pressure to to, uh, to be all in on this thing. And I don't want to see that. I want to see Mizzou come out and, and show us a reason tonight to be like, hey, this this can still be a really valuable, exciting season. Um, but they've, they've got to put that kind of effort out there. They've got, to, they've got to make that happen. And again, this game being so close to conference play becomes really important just for, for both teams here. So I, I think that's... That's part of why you you maybe look at this game as a big inflection point for for not just this season but in seasons past. I mean, whoever's won this game has has gone on and uh, done pretty well in uh, their uh, their their conference matchups uh, after that. So I, I think it's 
I, I think it's one where Mizzou, I'm hopeful that history can maybe repeat itself a little bit to where the team that, another thing that Gabe Garman said yesterday, the team that seems to be the worst of the two wins a lot of the time. It's just a weird game like that. If that's the case, that'd be good news for Mizzou fans. And I'll say... <laughs> because they're not as good as Illinois this no, year. No, they're not. I, to let's be, be completely honest. But, again, if if it doesn't go your way, and it's kind of the expected outcome... Like, uh, like again, we're, we've talked so much this week about the, the impact of Mizzou football, getting the recruiting class that they've gotten, the transfer portal, everything like that. And then one of the biggest games of the season in men's basketball is coming up. We're less than... Uh, a few hours away from it, and I mean the hype's been good today, but it wasn't all that great heading in. Like earlier this week, we were kind of drawing our attention other places, and so it, it, it's time for the Mizzou men's hoops program to kind of take that attention back, grab it, because it's not going to happen in the next few games in conference play. Like they open up with Georgia, eh. uh, they're they, at they're at win Kentucky. Those games, though. I mean, you no, win those games, it. that's the way to do it. No, I understand, but like... Show us that a tournament is possible. That's what we want to see. Yeah, I mean, it's the home games, though, that are kind of like, well, are you going to see the the best sure. of crowds for those, especially with the students out? Like, Georgia's a a pretty good team. They're actually right near where Mizzou is in Kempom. It could be, be an interesting, interesting conference slate. Very interesting have, you, game there. Mizzou is not the only SEC team that is disappointed in their non-con. And I, I think it's completely fair to say that Mizzou is, has been a, a slight disappointment. And, and yeah. if they lose this game, maybe more than slight through the non-con slate. But like other, you've you had Arkansas like lose some games you didn't see coming. Kentucky's taking on a bad loss. Vanderbilt like, has really well, bottomed out. Vanderbilt is not. That's I was not necessarily buying in on it being the best thing for them to not make a coaching change, but they had such a good oh, run in conference last okay. year that it was inevitable that they were, they were going to kind of rally around that. But I, they're not, they're not going to keep him after this year. But I you are think. right. I mean, some of these sec teams have dropped down from where their preseason expectations were. Oh, for sure. In. And so, so you're not the only team looking at, a, you know, your Ken Palm is 90, whatever, or, you know, you're not the only sec team with that, but the, the cream will have to rise when you get into conference play. And, but there's an opportunity for that to be you. You just have to show me against Illinois that you're in this in this game and, and can be competitive. And just don't again, they could lose Andy, and I wouldn't say the season's over. If they lose and they have a, a, a six minute stretch where they don't score and, and that's why they lose, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose me, man. Like because at a certain point you have to you have to nip that in the butt. That cannot continue to be the narrative for this team. And tonight I I just don't want to see it. You lose because they outplayed you, that's fine. You lose because you outplayed you, and you you kind of fell into a into a bad rhythm for six or eight minutes. That's going to be tough for me to to swallow. Eight seven five KTGR. Give us a call or a text. Who you got? Bragging rights tonight between Mizzou and Illinois. Do we have our predictions, folks? About uh, producer Chris first. What's your prediction yeah, go, go, tonight? Go, Chris. Yeah. Uh, let's go ninety five eighty seven Illinois. Whoa. Huh. This game's definitely being played in the fifties now. After that, after Gosh. that oh man, that would be exciting. Uh, Mizzou did lose ninety-three to eighty-seven in their last game, but that is the, it's true. The exception and not the rule. Brendan, what do you got? I want so badly to pick them. I really do, and I've been like Mizzou Homer with a lot of my picks. I don't think I picked against Mizzou football all year, if I can recall correctly. I don't, I don't think, think you I did. did. No. In this case, I I just feel like. 
they come up a little bit short. 83-78, I'm going to say. So, like, competitive, but you were competitive against Seton Hall if you look at the final score. I didn't like the way they lost. Yeah. I want to look at, if it's if it actually ends up being 83-78, I want to see the how as to how that came to fruition. It just needs to be consistent across the board, play hard. But I'm I'm thinking they fall a little bit short, and I would love to be wrong on this one. I'm going to say 76 to 70, Illinois gets the win. Oh, my gosh. It's so gross that we all pick Illinois. But I think, I think that's again, the only I don't way think it's a, that what do you want me to wins do? tonight then. Like, no, I get it. I think there's manifest. a Yeah, that's maybe what we've done. We're going to look foolish on We all on, picked uh, against them when they were week. at Pitt, right? It's, look what happened. You know? I think we might have. Yeah. Yeah. So prove us wrong. They've done it several times before. We'll see if I can do it again against uh, Illinois, and we'll have that game available to be picked one way or the other in our picks of the week coming up at 545. You can give us your score predictions for the Bragging Rights game tonight at 875-KTGR. But up next, one of the more mysterious parts of the week, producer Chris's moment of the week. It's next on The Big Show. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Hi, I'm producer Chris Mitchell, and I'm here to tell you to get up! You know what time it is, baby. Bring it in because it's time for my moment of the week. Yeah! Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody, stop. Hold your horses one second. What's going on? Uh, There's somebody on the line that we got to talk to real quick before we actually get to the moment of the week. I almost forgot. How silly of me. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. Who is it? Hey, old Jay, what's up? Oh, well, <laughs> let me tell you guys a little story here. Remember when you guys were kids and you thought about, hey, we're going to try to catch Santa Claus putting stuff under the tree, right? But you know what the punishment is if you actually catch him? When you get older, he calls you and says, hey, get up here. So now i got to spend my uh, Friday night, Saturday night freezing my tail off, trying to keep Buddy under control. Hermie's trying to pull people's teeth. It's freaking crazy. Rudolph's nose is exceptionally blinding this year. But everybody, have a Merry Christmas. Stay safe. And uh, Mizzou by uh, 15 because why not? It's bragging rights and weird things happen. But Merry Christmas, M-I-Z, and we'll talk next week about uh, the big bowl game coming up on Friday. All right. For sure. Thanks, OJ, for the call here on the big show, KTGR. All right, all right, all right. Everybody get set back up again. We'll we'll try this one more time, this time with feeling. All right, ready, set, go. Hi, I'm producer Chris Mitchell, and I'm here to tell you to get up. You know what time it is, baby. Bring it in because it's time for my moment of the week. Yeah. Merry Christmas, boys. It's time to fill out a grid. Again? This whole thing feels very, like, very made up. All right, yeah, go ahead. Like, I don't know what's happening. What? What's the grid? All righty. So across, you've got the Blue Jays, the Giants, the Pirates. Wait, this is immaculate grid. Yes, it oh, is. Doing this. That's okay. right. And then down, you got oh. the Angels, Diamondbacks, Tigers. Let's do it. All right, give me a minute. I, I want to pull just, it up on my screen yeah, so that I can. It I, up to, I gotta say, I haven't played this in. Yeah, months. I actually tried it the other day just for did fun you? because it, it was the first time I did it under my own volition, and I was bad. It was bad, and there was even an Astros column in there, and I was still bad. I got all the Astros stuff right, but everything else, terrible. Yeah. I honestly, this this looks daunting. I can't. I'm having trouble even thinking of anything. Oh man, off the top of my head. Yeah. Is there a category that 
that we want to take a take a stab at first? How Andy, about the, are you looking at this thing? Man, I, I guess the Giants won. Giants uh, and who? All right. Giants and Angels. Angels. Troy Gloss is that is that one? I don't know that he was a Giant. Um, he might have Troy been. Glass. Uh, are you saying no, no, no? Don't, don't, don't put that yet. I'm asking yeah, okay. Brendan first. Okay. No, I don't. You don't, don't want to put that. that I don't know that I want to start there. But wasn't was Troy Gloss not a Blue Jay and a Angel? That's possible. I I don't recall that part of his career, but I know he was an Angel. I think he was a Blue Jay. I'm like. I'm sure enough that I just want to put it because I'm willing to I'm willing nine. to roll with it. You can go and ahead. Make this Troy Gloss, G L A U S, Brent or yep. Chris. Troy Gloss, Immaculate Grid. Yes, wow, okay, very All well right. done. Let's see. This headshot is yeah. awesome. He looks he, like he's he, in pain. He was nine percent. They gave him an Angel's hat, so there you go. Very good. Oh boy, this is a weird eclectic mix for this, Chris. I got to say, I'm not fond of you. Today, I honestly, I'm drawing Merry a Christmas. complete blank. Pirates and Angels. Can we? Do we have anybody there? Pirates and Angels. Gosh, this yeah. is gonna be an all timer. Eight seven five PTGR. If you played the grid today, we'll take any help yeah. we can get. Pirates and I'm just trying to think of pitchers. Sometimes pitchers can be a lot more. Pitchers can be a nice like bullpen guys, process. maybe. Yeah, bullpen guys change all the time. Oh, but it's almost like safe to go. Oh, Mark Melanson, Mark Melanson has been a, a Diamondback before, a right? Yep. And a, and yep. a Pirate, Pirates too. And Mark Melanson. Guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. Pirates and D-backs. Come on. Mark Melanson. How do you spell that? M- M-E-L-A-C, or no, no, M-E-L-A-N-C-O-N. It'll pop up at that point. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we knew that one. Was Royals yeah. legend. We didn't have to think about that one. Yeah, exactly. He's been with half the teams in the league, so that's an easy one to get. Um, all right. <laughs> in lieu of the moment of the week, we're doing Immaculate Grid for whatever reason. Here on the Big for Show, KTGR. Um, Merry Christmas. Angels and Giants. feel like a gift. We've been stumped on Angels Giants. You know I what like. I tried to do? I tried to say Sandoval, but then I combined Pablo and Patrick into the same person, and I don't think... <laughs> No, it doesn't work. I don't think either of them are applicable here. Oh, man. Is it like a Hunter Renfro that played for both or something? The, the Did receiver Hunter for the Raiders? Renfro? Well, no, yeah. there's, an, there, there's an outfielder named Hunter Renfro, too. Yeah. And he just, signed, the Royals. just signed with the Royals. I know. Small joke. Small joke, Andy. Okay. <laughs> it feels like there's an obvious giant. There's tire. an obvious pitcher out there that I'm trying to think of, and it's just escaping me at the moment. I can't. Can't bring myself to uh, uh, to think of it right now. This is. Do we have to uh, move on? Do we have to move on? Maybe to the Diamondbacks or something like that. Yeah, like, sure. Oh, I'm looking anywhere on the grid that I can possibly think of something. Yeah, I'm having am, trouble. I'm having a hard time. That's why I don't play this game. I'm not good at. Did Kazmat Sui play for the Diamondbacks? Sure. I don't. I have no idea. Kazmat Sui for the Diamondbacks and the Pirates, please. I even if we miss this. No, we've already done that. We've already done that. Yeah, that was oh, Mark. Oh, that was Mark Molanson for the Diamondbacks. I thought yeah, I was those sure you came up with something. Dang I it! Just, I'm I'm happy to guess anything at this point. Was Mark Molanson an angel? You can't use a guy twice. You won't oh, be able to do that. Dang! Pirates and angels. This is. I, I don't know. Again, I have no idea. Um, the, do we move on to the Tigers then? Uh, try try like something said, with the Tigers. Look at the whole grid. Anything you want to do is. Oh, is fair game at this point. I, I'm i drawing blanks everywhere. I was not ready for this today. 
and it was sprung on me. I don't know. I, Chris, did you play the Immaculate Grid today? No. Yeah, like, why are you making what us do you it then? You could do it to us. Yeah, that's so not fair. What do you mean it's not fair? Yeah, I've done like, that every whoa, time. What do you mean it's not fair? I've done that every time I've pranked you guys with the grid. It's, it's getting boring at this point. I look at it. I mean, like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Oh boy, if um, I could even think of it. It's like the middle of December. I'm not in. I'm not in season right now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to enter Pablo Sandoval into every square just so we go two for nine and be done with this. I'm into it. How Where about, do you want to start? Okay. How about Omar Vizquel for... Do it. Uh, what what Giants category you think? You think he's more likely an angel, a diamondback, or a tiger? A tiger. Okay, right. do it for the Tigers. Omar Vizquel for the Tigers Omar and the Giants. Vizquel. Nope, sorry. Yeah, I just... No dice. We could try him in another Octa- grid. Why surely not? Octavio Dotel fits on this grid oh, somewhere, yeah, he's right? Got to. That's where we have to go. Is we have to like? Is that Angels me, Giants? Do we have that one no, filled yet? No, I, he's definitely. He was definitely a pirate, and I'm pretty sure a tiger. Go Pirates, Tigers. Octavio Dotel. Octavio Dotel. That's going to get us our third correct answer. Okay, thank you. Look at that. Um, who what are the other relievers? Fella. Who are the other well-traveled relievers? Oh man, Will Smith. Maybe, but mm. can you place him for sure? I don't know if I can place pirate, him on any he? of those. I think he was a pirate, but I don't know if he was an angel. Gosh! And then you've got the fact that there's more than one Will Smith. Well, oh wow! I was pirates, I was meaning angels. the the reliever, but give me pirates, angels, Will Smith. I don't know for sure. Pirates, angels, is, Will Smith. Okay, just dragging on too long. Will Smith. Oh shoot! Which one? Uh, the, 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 the pitcher. One. The pitcher. Uh nope. Sorry, nothing. Not the 2012 one? No. Okay. okay. Well, does Bobby Bonds fit somewhere on here's here? What here's, here's what I'll say, uh, Andy. I found out something cool just now. I got the grid pulled up in front of me, and there's a button here that says give up. And guess what? I just pressed it. Yeah. We're done. Oh. We're done. We are done. Not good, Chris. I don't. I, I award on. you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, this was cruel. Yeah. Go into the holidays. Come show on. Show us up like that. Why'd you do that? Produce the show, Chris. Yeah. Produce yeah. the show. All you right. know what I'm saying? Come on. I did produce the show. No, cop out. Man. Cop out. Picks of the week are next. Got my eyes on you. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Ah, yes. Ready to close you into the long holiday weekend with the Picks of the Week here on the Big Show, KTGR and KTGR.com with Andy, Brendan, and producer Chris. Going through more college football, more NFL. Again, the the games are all over the place this week. We even have a Tuesday game to pick from uh, because, you know, we we won't be back actually until Wednesday. Right. And so, uh, you know, Tuesday, we'll we'll, we'll still know uh, all of the results from from the week. So we're going to go through that. Quick recap on last week. A tie atop the the weekly standings. Producer Chris and... Uh, Brendan tying it three and two last week. Drew Locke got me. Drew Locke had a hand in that. I went one, one, and two. I had a couple of pushes last week, and we're going for two more. Very nice. No, not really. Very nice. Um, but no, come on. Keep it no, up. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. What, what was your record? One win, two losses, two draws. One, two, and week. two. Okay. One, two, and two. Um, so... We have one college basketball game. It's bragging rights tonight. Illinois and Mizzou, of course. 
Seven bowl games in college football. Let's run through those. Troy against Duke. Arkansas State and Northern Illinois. James Madison against Air Force. Georgia State against Utah State. Utah against Northwestern. Coastal Carolina against San Jose State. And then on Tuesday, Kansas taking on Barry Odom's UNLV team in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. That's a big spread in that game. Kansas favored by 13. Yeah, they are. I don't like that. All right. Well, we'll see if anybody takes it. Uh, NFL games. The two uh, tomorrow, Bengals at Steelers and Bills at Chargers. Then on Sunday, Browns at Texans, Lions at Vikings, Jaguars at Buccaneers, Cowboys at Dolphins. And then we'll uh, have two of the Monday night games or Monday games available. Ravens at 49ers, of course, the primetime game on Christmas. And then Raiders at Chiefs at noon on Christmas Day. All right. You two tied atop the standings. We did. How do you? How would you like to sort I, out who goes I first? I typically here? don't pick myself to go first, anyway. So I'll just let Chris pick the order. All right, Chris gets to decide the order. All right, um, let's go Andy first, uh, then me, then Brendan. That sounds all right. Nice. Okay, all right. E interesting. C, B. Very interesting there. Okay, I'm gonna take. I did this last week. It helped me out in bowl games. It's all about motivation, especially for these mid-tier bowl games. And there is not a team playing this weekend that has more motivation than James Madison. Give me the Dukes. Minus one and a half against Air Force. I forgot what bowl that... Oh, it's the Armed Forces Bowl, actually, uh, in Dallas. So So, Air Force uh, has motivation, too. (laughs) I guess. It's their bowl game. Uh, You never know with the Fly Guys, but... uh, Yeah, the Sky Troops. uh, James Madison... Very talented team, A, and then very motivated team, B. That is a recipe for, I believe, at least a two-point bowl victory in uh, the DFW area. So give me the Dukes. Chris? Um, Let's see. I'll take Utah minus six over Northwestern. You know, that's probably a good pick. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, Northwestern's had a a better-than-expected season. Their coach has gotten some Coach of the Year consideration. I believe he was the Big Ten Coach of the Year. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're an interim and everything that took place to get the first guy fired, yeah. and you go 7-5, and five, that's pretty good. But Utah probably has the edge there. That's I like a, the under in that game, too. Las I just think Vegas it's kind Bowl. of going to be gross. Las Vegas yeah. Bowl. It's uh, the red, indoors. Maybe not, but all right, Brendan. All right, so I was going to take James Madison if it was there. I agreed with Andy's pick on that one. But since he took it, I will go with my heart in the fight and berries. UNLV plus 13. Oh, wow. Come on, Odom. Do us proud. <laughs> do us proud to be Kansas. As as well as you can do, I suppose. I have no idea and where that game is. I've got a bunch is. of points here. I mean, 13 yeah, points. I kind of like points. That. They'll win it outright. I hope so. That'd be something That'd be awesome. for Barry Odom. We played, they played for the, uh, the Mountain West Championship, and Boise State blew them out. But, yeah, they've got some motivation there. Okay. I'm I'm up next, and I'm going to take, oh, man, shoot. Where was I going to go? Oh, oh, I know where I was going to go. I'll take the Cowboys this weekend, bounce back against the Dolphins. They're getting a point and a half in Miami. I was actually kind of surprised to see the Dolphins uh, favored in this game. I thought it would be more of a pick maybe a little bit on the Dallas side. But I'm getting a point and a half there, and I'll take the Cowboys. All right, that's cool. I'm picking the Browns. Over the Texans. Minus two and a half. Diamond Joe. 
You about to do it to him again. Okay. No CJ Stroud. That's a bummer. That's, no yeah, Stroud. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Case Keenum again. But Case Keenum won last week. So yeah. No. Um, that's a 38 year old versus a 35 year old at quarterback. By the way, that's where we are in the NFL today. Match of a wow. lifetime. Uh, all right, Brendan, you're next on the picks of the week. Easy. I would have taken him with the first pick if not for having to go with the Homer anti KU stance. Uh, the Chiefs minus ten. They are going to cover the spread. Okay. Yeah, I knew you were going to probably take that one. I'm surprised that none of none of y'all took it in the second round, but I'll take it. That's See, a big I just me. I I think it'll be a comfortable win, but I the backdoor cover is what I fear there. So okay. I just didn't I didn't go for it. But uh, all right, so I'm next. We both have two, or all three of us have two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, doing our picks of the week here on the Big Show KTGR and KTGR.com. I'll do it. I'll take Mizzou plus six and a half Ooh. tonight. Okay. I don't okay, know if they'll win. I see you. I maybe like them a little bit better at the Ken Palm projection. That's plus nine right now. Well, too bad. Yeah, I took them. <laughs> so uh, I'll. I'll go ahead and play with my heart there. It's going to be so close to that, I bet. Yeah. I, our score prediction, I mean, I said they'd lose by five, so I, I guess I should have taken them too. But Chiefs I'll, is a better value for a me stab right now. There. All right. I like it. Chris, go ahead. San Jose State minus 10 over Coastal Carolina. Ooh, that's the Hawaii Bowl. Yeah. It's going to be late at night where we are. So are you going to stay up and watch that until 1 a.m.? Is that what I'm seeing, Chris? Taking the ultimate Hawaii challenge? Absolutely. Why yeah, wouldn't I? Of course. I might bet the over on that game. You I don't can actually that hear that like game a... on KTGR tomorrow night. So that's, you that's what you've got. Exactly. KTGR Bowl after dark. All right. Brendan, you're up next. 49ers. 49ers are minus five and a half against the it's Ravens. It's a big number. It is They're a big number. Don't care. They're going to roll them. They'll probably wow. win by a touchdown okay. or 10. Something like that. going to roll them. That's crazy. Purdy okay. is inevitable, and it stinks because I wanted Dak to win the MVP. Purdy is inevitable. All right, um, we've we've come so far, of course. Yeah, we're here. We are though. You know, I was impressed by this team last week, and I'll I'll back them again. I'm going to take the Bucks minus two and a half against the Jaguars. Okay. Ooh, I could use that. I got a, a Baker Evans stack in one of my fantasy matchups. You know, the Bucks. So I like I like that. Want to keep hold on? I, I believe they would have. A, they have at least a share of the lead in the NFC South. If they win that, and then it's almost theirs because the other team's dropping off. But, um, all right, uh, Chris is up next. Fourth pick for you on the Picks of the Week. Speaking of being motivated for bowl games, give me Arkansas State. Minus two and a half over Northern Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's their motivation? Uh, the program stunk for a long time. They really need this bowl win or else. Okay. Okay. All right. Or, well. Against Northern Illinois or else. Yeah. What happens? What's happen- what happens? Which Jones might get fired? Oh. Oh, well, I don't know if I like that. All right. Is it that, dark times? That's what Chris has. Minus two and a half Arkansas State against Northern Illinois in a, what I believe is the Camellia Bowl. All right. Brendan, fourth pick for you. I'm staring down this uh, Lions-Vikings game. Yeah. I have said that the Lions are going to be able to score and be, be okay. But this feels like it could be... Uh, I'm going to call it now. I'm going to take the Lions, minus three, and it's going to push. Yeah. Call my shot. Feels like I it. Get, I get bonus points if I call my push. <laughs> I'm gonna, regardless, no. I'm going to take the Lions, minus three. Unfortunately not. Um, okay, that's it's probably the right place to go, though. I don't know if it is, but I'm going to go with my heart, you know? 
Yeah. Well, I'll go with my heart, too, and I'll say the Texans. Wow. Plus two and a half. Okay, players. Fighting case. At home. It's a must-win game, and Case Keenum for the Texans and must-win games has actually been pretty good. His record overall with the Texans, not very good. But when they need him to win, he's usually won. I'm going to take him there. Chris, your final pick. Um, Shoot. Let's go. Let's go Bengals. Minus three against the Steelers. Yes. Okay. That's, uh, that's Andy's guy, right? Jake Browning. Jake Browning. I uh-huh. thought about that one to take two. I don't want to touch that game. Yeah, Not that's what all. I ultimately decided. I wasn't going to do that. So, all right, Brendan, you're last up. You're on the picks of the Where week. Where can I fade somebody? We didn't have any fading going on today. I just faded Chris. Here's what I'll do. Oh, did you? Yeah, for the Browns, Browns Texans. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'll give you a second fade on your ledger, Andy. Um, I'm going to pick against my Cowboys because Dolphins I think there's minus a one and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a reason the Dolphins are favored. I don't know what it is, but this is like a, I don't necessarily have to believe in it to think that there's something fishy about the number. And so I'm not going to fall into the, the Cowboy trap. I'll do the opposite. Take the, take the Dolphins here. Okay. All right. Well, that's our picks of the week. Shrewd. Right there. You can find them at uh, KTGR Big Show on Twitter in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll be able to follow those throughout the week. Again, uh, we are taking a bit of a respite ourselves. I will actually not be here next week, but Brendan and Chris will be on Wednesday and Thursday. The freaks are running the asylum, baby. Yeah! That'll be it. That'll be something. But we'll talk a lot of Mizzou football, obviously, with the Cotton Bowl oh, coming yeah. up on Friday of next week. Oh, yeah, the Cotton that's Bowl. Gonna be, uh, that's going to be the play. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, just leave this show and, and just say no show. We had to, even with Andy going, we got to come up with something, right? So well, yeah. maybe we'll do a few immaculate grids. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe zoom in so. like football but you can uh you can definitely catch uh tiger game day coming up in a week from tonight at four o'clock on friday before the cotton bowl between mizzou and ohio state thank you for joining us this week and happy holidays everybody out there merry christmas to all who celebrate this weekend enjoy all of the football and the family We'll see you back on Wednesday. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're done for now.